everyone. Wacky Wednesday. Welcome back. It's Cork Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube, presented by Jock Market, the daily app where we're making money every single day. I'm saying it every day until it stops happening. And if you roll with us, you had Paul Goldschmidt yesterday, and I think he might have hit another home run off Bryce Wilson as I was talking. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. Download that app for free. Use the code MMN. They're going to match the first 100 bucks for free. And if it's free, it's for me. And that $100 is more than enough to do damage. We're showing you every single day, giving you a handful of shares to get at at $6 or less, which is a couple weeks worth of play if we were to lose, which we're not. Why? Because of the nuance and the context that you get here at Mayo Media Net. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio pod. Like the sh- channel and all that stuff. Hit subscribe. Let's get down and do the thing we do. Me, you, and the Quark Stats crew. It's the fastest show in MLB. Absolutely anywhere. Come on. We are leaving the rest of the field in our dust right now. And I am loving it, man. The reactions, the DMs, the genuine outreach from people talking about how we're changing the way they understand the game, applying some of these lessons in their real life. Followers are meeting followers and teaming up together. This is awesome. Making like a little Voltron. I'm not sure if you get that reference, man. I'm a little bit too old for Power Rangers. Let's get into the three pillars of profit. If you're new, I'd like to welcome you aboard. I know we have some new listeners because those numbers are ticking up as people get a whiff of what we're cooking, baby. And it is with Crisco, the three pillars of profit. We're bringing you daily DFS and jock market plays, but those are also total base props. You're seeing it. We're getting the laser out, the electron microscope out for those laser-focused, you know, analyses where it's individual pitches and stuff like that. I really feel like this is where the edge is. Really a surprise. These total base props are going off at plus money. We rattled off seven of eight two nights ago, and I think we split yesterday. Okay, if you split when all of them are at plus 125, you're making money. Gosh, I don't want to say I'm going to get away from betting, but it's really a price-driven thing. I have more confidence in a plus 125 total base prop than I do a minus 110 bet. I mean, that's all you need to know. The second pillar of profit, we're doing fantasy every day. You know, welcome to the fantasy heads. I know you're out there as well. Listen, I'm playing high stakes 12 team. I'm playing high stakes 15 team roto. Like, I am up in there, and we are really trying to bring the goods. Tuesday and Wednesday, we mined the advanced statistical leaderboard. Yesterday was hitters. Check that out. Today, we're going to dive into some starting pitchers, and we've been very successful with this. It's been very helpful in pointing out pitchers who were very good to begin with, right? We were early adding Blackburn and Martin Perez, and now lately it's been Graham Ashcraft, who's really good, and now people go, like, oh, Ashcraft is good. We were on Springs a couple weeks ago, and now it's like, wow, Springs is pretty good. People are adding him. Yeah, you not say you're late to the party, but if you have to pay fab, then you are. So, And then we'll get into a couple bets, total base props, all really built off the work as we lay out the analysis from the beginning of the show. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter, MLB Moving Averages, at MLB moving AVG on the Bird app, yo. And, uh, 
you know, we're going to be bringing it to you all day. Weather changes, date games, lineups, wind, all types of stuff. So this show is very important. It's, you know, it's the basis, right? You can't build a building up to this clouds if you don't have a good foundation. So this is the foundational base. A lot of the really kind of granular analysis is going to go on here. And then from there, we're going to build on it. And if you're unfamiliar, I'm dropping, forget it, man, every single thing. You can think about, we run the algo, we grade and score every single game, starting pitching matrix. So it's like an advanced statistical matchup board I put out, implied team totals, DFS, starting pitcher ranks, then of course, plays, parlays, and everything, and all that stuff, man. And if you do appreciate it, you can thank me all you want. Without Pat Mayo, without Jock Market, there's no us. So if you really want to say thanks, download the app and get up to Patty Mayo's DMs and uh, hit him up on Twitter and let him know how good of a job we're doing. I know people have been doing that. I absolutely love that, man. I love there's There's nothing better because that's what this world is based on. All right, enough of me, enough of that. Let's do more of this. Let's get into the first pillar of profit. We're looking at those Houston Astros against Tyson Miller. We're at the point of the season where teams are throwing, you know, they're just kind of throwing these guys to the Wolves. Here we go. We got a stack report up on for the audio-only listeners. You know, of course, I'm going to walk you through it. First stack, it's the Astros. Looking at Jordan, Kyle Tucker, and Brantley. Let's dive into it. Facing Tyson Miller, like I said, 5 ERA, 1-5 whip in the minor leagues. He had given up 13 earned in his last 17 before the promotion, and he only throws fastballs. Cutter, four-seamer, and sinker mix. Exactly what the Astros eat for breakfast. Alvarez, Tucker, and Brantley, the three names I mentioned, all have a minimum 12% barrel rate against the right-handed fastball bin and each have a plus 830 OPS. This is going back to May 1st. I've been using that kind of as data point uh, we had the weather change and the uptick. Again, we when you look at that, you'll see there's kind of a split there once the weather happened. Since May 1st, Astros on fire. Those three guys have 15 home runs combined since May 1st as well. So got to get with the Astros against Tyson Miller. Next up, it's the Detroit Tigers from Rock City there. Eight mile up against my boy, Vinny V. I'd really like to thank the White Sox, Vincent Velasquez, and all the other front organizations for continuing to employ him so I can continue to stay in the nice rooms when I go to Disney. Let's get up into it. Vinny V, the gas can, as always. 5-3 ERA, 1-4 whip, 7-80 OPS. How about some bad math, class? When you add a 45% fly ball rate with a 45% hard hit rate via stat cast with a 14% bow rate, you get almost two home runs per nine. The 940 OPS, the righties year to date, the fastball and the sinker, all the culprits each have a 740 expected slug year to date we're looking at victor now, this one's a bit of a stress because we the tigers stink all right so let's put that out front the tigers stink notice you don't see any home run calls should have called that out jordan i have for a home run but i'm really not betting home run problems i'm really not doing it the odds are not there his home run probably might be like 240 you just don't pay it i need a home run prop to be at 400 or better if not give me the total, total base props or we backfill into jock market and dfs so you can see how understanding all the different formats and where players fit it is really helping us to maximize our profitability. Let's get back into the Tigers. Yes, they stink, but even bad teams do damage, right? Tigers, even though they only scored a run, had nine hits. They just stink. But Victor Reyes is off the IL. He looks pretty good. Six hits since then. Torkelson has a 12% bow rate against righties. This is a bit of a stretch. He's been in the tank. He's going to have to be cheap. And last up, my dude you see on the board, Harold Castro really tearing it up. 15% barreled, 11% blast 
against right-handed pitching against since May 1st. A guy we highlighted, he first popped up on the advanced board. Then we had him on the Thursday show, which is the waiver ads. And now he's viable. So I think... Yes, and I don't mean to be like, oh, look, so look, uh, look at us, you know, gold stars and victory laps, what we do always works. That's not the case, but that is a good example of how they work, right? And we, we've seen it on the other side as well, the pitching side. When we get into it, we're going to do whiffs, X Woba, highlight players. Then we'll see if they get added, and then if they produce, they get on the team. So, Tigers, we're looking at Reyes, Castro, and Torkelson. But please, when you see the stars, those are all at the lowest setting. Again, you can follow me on Patreon, but it is not Patreon. It is Freetreon for you and Metreon. All the links are on Twitter, but Patreon is just the neatest place for me to host it on Patreon is also MLB moving averages. I try and make this stuff as easy as possible. Hashtag MLBMA any time of day on social media will lead you to all of the tools. And you could skip all of my other nonsense. I don't use that tag unless it's work. So if you're just looking for the work, which I do understand, again, employee team total, starting pitcher ranks. You, you really can't mess with this stuff. I mean, I'm either going to end up... You know, we're either going to end up on ESPN or working for a front office. So you want to be munching on this stuff while we can. Let's get up into the last stack. I'm sorry, one last thing. These are in the early slate. Today's the getaway day. Astros, Tigers, early slate, 105 IPO, 105 open. If you happen to listen to this after, don't worry. We got you late in the late stack. We're going with the chalk, man. But how about this? We're going to do a little half chalk. In the late slate, we want the Blue Jays against Bruce Zimmerman. Yikes. Talk about Jekyll and Hyde. Might have been a ball thing, right? Because he was on fire to start, and now he's in the tank. 550 ERA, 1-4 whip. But like I mentioned, right, the... Roller coaster ride. It's a 9.47 ERA, 1.70 whip. Last five games with a plus four home run per nine. Saying that very slow because I didn't want you to fall off your chair. Hachi, Machi, Liberace, man. Zimmerman is probably in a bunch of trouble just doing the things that the Blue Jays do very well. They are eating left-handed pitching. Vlad, Springer, Biggio. Espinal and Moreno all have a 1,000 OPS against lefties year to date. We're going to zoom in a bit, try to fade the chalk that is Vlad. Now, Vlad, a good example, while we do daily, Vlad is great for DFS because his price doesn't go up. Vlad is very tough to roster in jock market because he goes up above that 666 that we don't like to go above. He gets into the $8 range where we don't. So I generally don't run with Vlad. Vlad is viable on the board. Yes, if you have money for Vlad in DFS, you play Vlad he's probably going to homer today we're going to be looking at George Springer for the Springer Dinger 11 barrels 10 blast year to date against lefties 615 slug last 17 play appearances he's on fire right now seeing the ball very well against them and I also mentioned Espinal and Moreno but they'll be at that cheaper setting and Espinal keeps getting these total base props up near 130 or better and he's hitting them more than half the time so what does that mean he's providing a 25 or 30 percent return on investment alone this is ridiculous that the prices are where they are we have to keep hitting this and get while the getting is good so that's the stack attack everybody we've been doing really well posting top players on the board hopefully that will stick let's dive on over into the fantasy side we'll be mining the um, advanced stat leaderboard those x stats i have 
access to some, you know, stats and the ability to time sort and pitch sort and all this other kind of nerdy stuff that maybe not everyone else does. But in this day and age where we're really laser focused, right, on five innings and nine inning bets, or now we're betting on a, on a single batter. So you're talking about a, really the most kind of granular input. So we're, you know, you really, I think you need the electron microscope. I don't think it's going to be as simple as even lefty righty. If you notice, we're looking at the arsenal and making sure that hitters hit fastballs, and making sure it's not off-speed or breaking, right? That is where you can get crossed up. Again, I'm always trying to bring all the nuance, all the context, all the goodness that you get here. Mayo Media Net. Let's dive into it. This is the last 30 days. I think you needed a minimum five starts. These are starting pitchers inside the top 45 in whiff rate. So we're going to be looking at whiff rate and expected WOBA. The reason why we like to use that, the reason why it's so effective for pitching is whiff is without a batted ball event. Expected Wobas after the batted ball event, and two of them together, pieced together, really make a pretty good pairing. So at the top, yes, Robbie Ray is rostered everywhere, but the whiff rate is still elite, 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 35%. Elite, elite, elite. There is still something there. I know it's been supremely frustrating coming off the Cy Young. You, I'm, I'm going to have to dive in again to Robbie Ray because there really might be something there. And if you can get him for cents on the dollar, a guy like him could give you two really strong months, could really help you win your league. Next up, Spencer Strider, Hunter Green, Aaron Ashby. That little clump of youngsters right there. We were on Hunter Green early. That's another one of, of those guys. We have a, a definitive gold star on the nose. You can go back and check those episodes. He popped on the whiff board. He popped, but he was giving up runs. He was giving up home runs. We just needed a bit of fastball location. He's a brand new to the league. And boom, Hunter Green looks phenomenal. He's a kind of player... I think buying high now is still relative because I believe there's a lot more space there. So I think people selling green might think like, oh man, they're getting, you know, they're selling high, but we're not. So I think you can add green, Strider, Ashby, going to be harder to pry guys like Ashby and Strider with more of a defined role right now. But green being on the stinky reds, somebody you can get with. Also, speaking of stinky reds, Tyler Molly with the plus 31% whiff rate. We bet on him yesterday. He was excellent. The Reds didn't score, so we didn't cash the ticket. I wish I was on the run line. The Reds' offense is a bit better at home than they are on the road. Another story for another day. Story being, Molly is really good. You don't want to start him in Cincinnati, but he's really good. If you could pry Molly away from the Molly owner, get with Tyler Molly. There's a lot of goods there, and that's what we're doing here. Same for Josiah Gray. I know people have been worried about him. Maybe he's a bit more matchup-based, but the swing and miss is there. Here's a couple names you might not be knowing about yet. Matt Swarmer, Jeffrey Springs, oh man, Swarmer, I think is the Tigers. I had it up and I closed it. I'm going to look like an idiot. I can't go fishing for it now, but I think it's the Tigers and I think he's looked legit. Also like Alex Fado. People heard Fado and people just automatically bet against these guys and roll out against them. He was one of the rookies that we were not going against. He had the type of profile we're into. Swarmer's got big whiff stuff and I think he's had two really good starts. Keep an eye on Matt Swarmer. Jeffrey Springs, a guy who popped on the leaderboard. He went through the progressions, let's call it. He popped on the board, he was added on the list, and now he's viable, and I'm starting him in leagues. Get with Jeffrey Springs. You could probably add him. He was also, I think he might be a spark in CBS leagues, making him a bit more valuable than Brady Singer and Trevor Rogers. Trevor Rogers, I'm going to cover for The Athletic either today or tomorrow. That will be out. Keep a look on that. I guess what? I mean, I give you a little bit of a spoiler alert, having not done all the work yet, and he got blown up again yesterday. 
well, everyone's running with blood in the streets. I'm, that's generally what I'm buying. All right, let's blow through the Exwoba. Again, none of these stats on their own mean run and add, but when you see a guy on both lists, <clears throat> Hunter Green, 246 Exwoba, 34% whiff rate, he's going to be a league winner down the stretch, especially if they kind of adjust his arsenal to work a bit better at home. He's going to absolutely take off. Then you see Ashby and Strider, both with a sub-260 Exwoba. They're on both lists. They are really viable. So if you're man how do you like how do you acquire these guys it it's difficult it is difficult but i think in more shallow leagues there is a chance if you giving up legit like so that's the thing it's going to cost you legit players like i'm in leagues where you can't keep top 36 drafted players it's going to cost you one of those but i'd probably give them up in a spot where I could keep one of these guys because I think it could stick and I think it will stay and I know people often wonder if it will. People wonder about pitching injuries or if they'll kind of go in the tank. These guys, Ashby Strider and even the guys after that, Gonsolin, maybe even extended to Tyler Wells. Young guys looking really good. Let's get down the bottom half of the list. Michael Lorenzen, 290X Wobo. We've been on him all season. People have just now been like, oh, you know, Michael Lorenzen's healthy and looking good. He's been very good for us all season, followed by Alex Wood. Check out Mike Simeone, SP Streamer. Had a cool t- some tweets on Alex Wood, so I know whenever I see that smart people I follow were on, Wood has kind of turned around. We know there's some goodness there, and the Giants. Excellent. Followed by Justin Steele, who's been good with some spike Game. So with guys that have those ceiling games, we keep an eye on because they're just matchup prone sometimes. You got to be careful of season long stats. There are pitchers that I know they say, oh, well, you can't just take that game off the game log. Well, like, yes and no. If it's at Colorado, I can because there was a 0% chance that I was going to start him there. And in a game of fantasy where we're only interested in the acquisition of statistics, that I can amputate that because I was never, ever going to start it. So when we get guys that are really kind of home-based or road-based, there are time and a place. Let's wrap it up with Graham Ashcraft, who we were on. He went through the progressions. And Ryan Feltner also, oh my gosh, I'm the worst. I think Feltner also Tigers, who also put up a couple good starts. So I think it's... Now, now with two guys confusing, I am going to break the code of live TV and do a little look because I want to make sure that I don't, I don't mislead anybody. Swarber Cubs, Feltner Tigers. I'm sorry, that was why. That was why I knew when the second name triggered me off. So just to back up, Matt Swarmer with the big whiff rate. Look at the Cubs; they've developing that. That's also Justin Steele. So keep an eye on Swarmer and Steele in Chicago. We're keeping an eye on Fado. We probably already have him. He's been very good for at least five innings, and then. Feltner, who is the guy who put together a couple of really good starts. All right, there's our first two pillars of profit. Let's bring this bad boy home with our first looks on the betting board. Gosh, this the betting season is like this is like the Star Wars saga going on. You know, we came out hot, we struck first, the Empire struck back. Now it's time for the return of the Jedi. But right now, there's been I don't know. There's a um. You know, the the part, the feeling out part of the boxing match, right? We're getting the, the, the cadence going on. We're getting a little less action. And that's really what's going on. Quite literally, I'm up before the crack of dawn. Obviously, lines are, I'm not sure what the word is. If it's is it compromised, vulnerable, they're weak, they're soft, and they're not as accessible as we'd like them to be. So sometimes I get model hits for lines that are not out there. I can't put those out. Sometimes we get model hits for players that don't have props listed because the lineups are not out or books are worried we're going to kick them in the teeth. 
um, F5 bets are not getting posted. Or the run lines that would normally be a half a run are now being posted at minus one and a half runs. So we're not betting that at all. So there's a lot of moving pieces, especially with totals. Books are not posting them. Books are not posting them. Somebody like DraftKings is out there. We know they we know DraftKings has no problem running juice. So they don't mind kind of being wrong on lines because they'll juice it up. And as soon as people take action, they swing it. So it's very hard for you to even post those lines because they won't be there when we get there. So I, I'm really trying my hardest to bring information that is still on the vine and ripe by the time the day gets to its end. But it is very difficult. But let's get some ones that I think will hold that I do know I like. Um, we got Milwaukee is minus 125. I was really rubbing my eyes when I seen this. It's Corbin Burns. I mean, you almost take Burns blind at that price. Um, yeah, I know he's against the Mets. But it's not like Burns has been bad. 2-5 ERA, .96 whip, sub-3 Sierra, 32% K, 80% in zone contact rate, 291 expected Woba. I mean, he's been phenomenal. David Peterson is just okay. The walk rate is elevated. He doesn't get ahead. And he gets beat up by lefties. And Milwaukee's going to throw a few of them at him. This is another one where we mentioned pricing. I was just talking about the this right day, Empire Strikes Back and the fighting back. I want F5 bets. I want to bet on F5. This F5 price is like minus 150 or minus 160. You can't take that. You need to pair it. You need uh, the run line. I don't want the run line. Uh, So you have to understand, because I have gotten a bit of that, people have asked, they're surprised, let's say, that I used to just post F5 bets. That was where my perceived edge was at the time so while i always preach not system hopping and i really i mean i don't think this comes across as system hopping we're not chasing and throwing things this is still very regimented and i'm trying to explain the who why's but this is why you know why it has not been as systematic right as i like to be i think my work not only does it reek of effort it reeks of compulsive disorder at some points right everything everything my stuff is centered my it's just how i rock and roll but also with the amount of data i mentioned the sandcastle building it on the shoreline yesterday if you're going to handle this much data every single day you need to be organized so Give me five hours to do a job, chop down that tree. I'm going to spend the first four hours sharpening my axe. But I wanted F5, but we can't get it because of the pricing. I'm not going to compromise my written rules, right? Because my written rule didn't say we only bet F5. My written rule is find the best edge. My written rule is we don't pay minus 150. So give me Corbin Burns to beat the Mets minus 125, which is pretty much at my max risk for an individual play. And then I'll follow it up with Detroit. I mentioned I do like the offense against Vinny V, who is a gas can, and they're up against Fado. The market is just not hip to these guys. He's not sexy. He doesn't have the sexy name. He doesn't really strike batters out, but he doesn't walk players. That's what looking at 292 ERA 1-2 whip for Fado he gets ahead of a ton of batters first strike rate above 60 he does have a lot of fly balls we gotta remember not all fly balls create equal the double digit infield fly rate really good and the 
very suppressed home run to fly ball rate, which is why infield flies are counted as fly balls. When you get a ton of those, your fly in, home run to fly ball rate is going to be that way. So give me Fado for 15 outs. White Sox offense is, you know, they're injured and struggling. So I think we might have the edge there for minus 105. And then I have a couple of total base props for the audio-only listeners. We already did the analysis, so you can go back to the beginning and do it. I can't do it any better than I already did. It's Harold Castro plus 100. For over one and a half total bases and Santiago Espinal plus 130. Though I would like to tell you just so if you ever see them pop up, I have a site that allows me to parlay them. Since I do all this work, I just kind of consider it the cost of doing business to you know throw, take the entire pool of them and throw 10 bucks at it. And sometimes you hit them. We almost hit it the other day for the big jackpot. I think I had seven out of eight. Um, but like so Castro, you know, the guys you mentioned, all those guys at the outset are all going to be total base prop viable depending on the price. So like the Blue Jays are all in the negative. That's why you don't see them here. But if it's a minus 110 for Springer, you could take that. Minus 140 for Vlad, I would not. So again, I, I'm not just, I'm never going to be the tout that's, oh, throw a million plays and I'll talk about the ones that I hit and not about the ones that I don't. Everything should be sustainable if you're going to be focused and place short, meaning not play small. You should always have the same risk. That's why I don't mind having a ton of plays. I have my risk defined and then work backwards, right? If I have a unit, I'll have a hundred plays if I want, and I'll bet 0.01 unit, right? hundred plays doesn't mean a hundred units and, and vice versa. So, all right, that'll do it. Hopefully we got some lessons here. You got your stacks. We got some players, pitchers to look at and add. Tomorrow we'll be doing just that. So you're going to get a Player at every position for 10, 12, and those very difficult 15-team leagues. You know, last week, we were on it. We were on it. Um, it was Harold Castro. It was Jake Berger, right, doing very well with those players. And they go behind uh, before that, outfielders, right? We were early on Morrell. We were early on Cole Calhoun. And even some of the bad ones, we were early on Tyrone Taylor, who I've, got to, I've dropped, right? So, again, you know, you hit the... the the, the hit is the opportunity in 15-team leagues. And then if you get the production, you're the Mac daddy. And if you don't get the production, you go back to square one, right? We don't force it. Oh, well, I liked him. We're going to force it. Taylor looked really good. He was producing. The production went back. The playing time went back. You don't marry the loss. You know, you get rid of it. It is a small loss, and we eat those. So, all right, everybody. Woo! How great is this show? Get up in the comments. Let me know the answer to that question. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only show. Hit the like button. Hope I earned it. The likes are creeping up. I can't believe how much they matter, but they really, really do. Like, I've had somebody just tell me, you know, they define the show by likes. Like, you get 25 likes, and that's not good, so your show's not good. I'm not going to watch it because there aren't enough likes. It's crazy, crazy to be defining, you know, the quality of what you're getting here by that. So, whatever, who cares? Download the Jock Market app. Pretty pleased with sugar on top, but uh, you should be asking me, you should be asking me how we do it, which is incredible. We gave you the prices, we gave you the players, and I'll see you. In the jock market, you got the stacks, you got your bets, and I'll see you at the cashier window. Enjoy the games, enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, everybody. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like Lockheed. Peace.